0: Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy Whether the one-liner's plot holds the gratuitous proof is It's time to get busy With your friends, even it From the director of Toys and Rain Man Comes an underwater adventure about scientists checking out A 300-year-old spaceship found at the bottom of the ocean. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Fear.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Steve and I'm Izzy. And this is everything I learned from movies.
1: Everything uh, I learned from movies.
0: Tonight we'll be talking about 1998's blockbuster movie,
1: yeah. Fear. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, originally a Michael Crichton movie. It seems to pop a novel, novel, sorry. That's
1: but right. he's also one of the writers
0: on this. Oh, well, of course, because he he wrote the novel. <laughs> Seems to <laughs> pop up a lot on our uh, on our podcast. We're about twenty twenty one episodes in, and. Uh... A this full is like 10% the third, of them. third or fourth movie <laughs> that's a Michael Crichton novelization
1: movie. <laughs> we love Michael Crichton novels. And when we run out of them, we're going to have to move on to Stephen King movie slash novels.
0: That's right. We haven't even hit up the Jurassic Park ones. Like, oh, Lost World's do, to got to come do, up on here. Cause that movie's do, do,
1: do. ridiculous. <laughs> that movie has nothing to do with the book. True. Literally nothing.
0: What? Jeff Goldblum's not a major... Yeah.
1: No, Jeff Goldblum's character is the major character in that, but he's horribly crippled. Oh. It's like the first line of the book is that like he walks with a <laughs> horrible limp from his attack in the first one.
0: That makes sense. Because yeah.
1: Cause he gets horribly crippled in the first one.
0: All right, we'll save it for that one because this one's about fear.
1: Sorry, my nerd rage knows no bounds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, so directed by Barry Levinson, uh, who also did The Natural, Toys, Rain Man, Man of the Year... And apparently this movie. We're in the middle of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, well, are you, uh, you a little thirsty, sweetie?
1: Oh, it's kind of warm and toasty. I mean, it's a, a hot, toasty summer evening. What do you have available for us, Sweet Cheeks?
0: Oh. How about something cool and crisp from Alaska?
1: Ooh. Have
0: a Alaskan Brewing's Amber Ale, which mm. is an alt-style ale, so a little a uh, little different from most ambers. Uh, with the, That's because the they use an alt yeast. Yeah, alt yeast.
1: They have a yeast that they've been propagating like pretty much since the beginning of the brewery, that uh, has kind of morphed into an, as they claim, kind of just like an alt yeast. It's not a specific type of yeast. He is looking for a cup right now. All right. And he is sipping the last sip of something else that was in that beverage cup. Ooh, and that is a shocker reaction. Apparently that was just that was warm. pure alcohol. And we got the sizzle. Alright. Ah, watch the head! The head! That is a beautiful crystal clear beer. Uh, it's a like a warm chestnut color, uh, but like a light chestnut with a warm, frothy, ivory-colored head. Mmm, mm. smells a little malty, a little hoppy.
0: She's taking a sip. That's the lips over the
1: Look at stomach. Here it comes. That is a delightful beverage. Not too hoppy, very malt-forward, not too sweet, though. If you're somebody who's... Again, just kind of like getting into beers, you're looking to expand your taste buds, this is a great one to go with. not super hop crazy, but full-bodied, well-balanced, very refreshing.
0: Yeah, a little different from most uh, amber ales uh, you'll get in America because they used to be an uh, American ale yeast, like a California ale yeast. Uh, but with the alt yeast, a little more of like a like a German... I to say it's like a lager, but it's it, it, it's it's a different mouthfeel and
1: yeah, and you get a little bit more like fruity notes, like you get a little bit of that crisp apple like yeah. you would on a lager.
0: Yeah, good stuff. I, yeah. I definitely recommend checking out yeah. Alaskan breweries. Mm-hmm. I think everywhere, De- definitely in Western U.S., but I'm pretty sure it's everywhere.
1: They're pretty. Yeah, they're at least in our area. They're not hard to find.
0: Yeah, and, and we've
1: been to the homeland up in Alaska. We did
0: during our Alaskan cruise. We uh, stopped in Juneau and went the brewery, because we're um, nerds like that.
1: You've got to do it. Go to Juno, because first off, Juno is an adorable town. It's amazing, yeah. And also, they their high school sports teams have the greatest name of all time. They're the Crimson Bears. Yeah,
0: the Cri- Crimson Grizzlies or something. Crimson like that. Bears. Are the Bears. Oh, yeah. They okay. have yeah, the big red grizzly bear. Just Basically, growl.
1: yeah. <laughs> like blood red. Also, we drove past their dump, and instead of being full of seagulls and rats, it's full of bald, bald eagles. eagles. Yeah. That's We're like, creepy. look at all the bald eagles! There must be 80 of them! What's that? Uh, yeah, that's the local dump. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, the eagles just kind of hang out there. You know, murder.
1: That is the most fucking majestic dump I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally
0: all right. So patriotic.
1: Alright, so to a sphere!
0: Yes. Alright, so a lot of this movie is, uh, it basically jumps right in. Uh, mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman plays, um, a science, uh psychologist. psychologist. Psychologist, that's right. Who uh, I don't know a decade earlier wrote some paper about um, if we were he coming.
1: Was, he was hired by the White House to write up a report and like uh, like what we would do if we were to come in contact with an alien being. And he said like we should have a biologist there, we should have a mathematician there because that would be our universal language. Uh, we should have try to remember uh, a theoretical theorist. Or oh, uh,
0: astrophysicist. Astrophysicist.
1: Astrophysic. Astrophysic- and basically he just wrote down like a bunch of his friends and a chick he was banging. Yeah. Because he thought, oh, nobody's ever going to read this. This is the most ridiculous thing ever. And I'm going to get $25,000 just for writing this piece of crap.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, turns out... Turns out some people read that stuff and uh, take it seriously.
1: And it turns out it may actually have to be used.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: When a spaceship buried under 300 years worth of coral is found at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah.
0: So Huey Lewis picks him up in a helicopter and flies him out to, uh... Huey the Lewis and a Huey, It's true.
1: He has two lines!
0: Yep, and he's not even singing them.
1: It is Huey Lewis from Huey Lewis in the News.
0: <laughs> you know, so <laughs> the helicopter he flies him out there. Huey's and in a
1: Huey, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't think it was a Huey, but, uh... Shh, but get I, but I Stop
1: I, trying to shatter my illusion. It was beautiful.
0: It was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so fly them out to the middle of the ocean where they have a couple aircraft carriers or something around oh, the it's area. Oh, straight up like
1: battleship out
0: yeah, there. Yeah, it's like a formation. There's like five or six of them. And, mm-hmm. uh, they basically tell them, uh, yeah, so this is giant spaceship, half mile long. Well, first you know. off,
1: they tell him, oh, there's a plane crash here for the survivors. Hmm. So that's what he tells the pilot. And then when he lands, they're like, so what did you, have you told anybody about this? Because we told you keep it secret. And he goes, I told him it was a plane crash, like you said. Where are the survivors? <laughs> By the way, I'm already delayed, so like any damage is already done. I don't even know why I'm here. Uh, Yeah, so it turns out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it was giant half-mile-long spaceship. um
1: the they they set up like a top. base
0: camp down there. Yeah, this giant fin. That's how they found it. I guess they were laying some fiber optic cable across mm-hmm. the Pacific and it cut it, it in half.
1: It cheered it.
0: Yeah, good it's stuff.
1: Like a pair of wire snips.
0: <laughs> so they put these four, four scientists, uh, get them depressurized mm-hmm. or whatever, and get them ready to go onto the ship, see what's going on not unlike Event Horizon that we did last week. <laughs>
1: okay, so we read this little fan theory and I'm totally I'm totally 100% on board now having watched both movies pretty much back to back. The theory is that the Event Horizon during its seven years while it was missing actually ended up crash-landed on Earth for 300 years and that the like the interior like special drive inside of it is actually the Sphere from Sphere, and you know what? When you watch this movie and you watch the shit that goes down, totally makes sense. So
0: is Sphere the PG 13 sequel to uh, Event Horizon from the year before?
1: It. I don't know if it's a sequel or, or a prequel.
0: Ooh. Or what would you pe- call
1: it if it's like a lateral move, like if it's like a meanwhile.
0: Mm. A reboot? No, I don't know. No, I.
1: No, like, what would you call a movie where it's, like, a literary I mean Concurrently? Men? Yeah, like, if you had, like, like, say you had a movie about Louis XIV, and then you had, like, Meanwhile going well, on in England... I
0: know the Marvel Cinematic Universe has a lot of it with, like, Ant-Man happening mm. concurrently with Age of Ultron or some stupid shit like that. or... It's
1: true, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it is just a sequel. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it, it's in the same universe. Uh, I don't think that's the case. But you're know, for it's your opinion. Con- it's pretty
1: convincing, honey. And,
0: uh, Michael Crichton didn't get a writing credit for Event Horizon.
1: Isn't that a shame? Mm. Michael Crichton is suffering.
0: You know who probably did? Paul W. S. Anderson and Clive Barker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the exact like, opposite of Michael Crichton. <laughs>
1: uh, oh my god. Paul W. S. Anders- Anderson does a Michael Crichton book. Oh. <gasps> reboot timeline. Oh, uh, the know. look on Steve's face is the uh, look that one gives when they sniff the huge pile of shit. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Just, oh. You that's you smell
0: it coming before I gave it came on paper.
1: But uh, I feel like it would make so much money So, so Sphere. Sphere! <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, so they go down, uh, investigate the ship, um... Mm-hmm. They're also led by a guy who kind of knows what's going on, played by Peter Coyote. Oh, and I'm sorry, uh, we should introduce all the main characters. There's Dustin Hoffman. There
1: there was an actor who made his debut in the movie Cherry 2000. Uh, He is a dealer in that. His name is Larry Fishburne. I don't know if you've ever heard of him.
0: Sweetie, how many times do I have to tell you Samuel L. Jackson is not oh Lawrence fish friend? You have said that <laughs> literally a dozen times in the past in my hour. brain,
1: like, literally in my brain I've replaced his face with him. It's my it's my fault watching two movies back to back.
0: All right, so Izzy's going to take a nap. He's going to take
1: a nap now. <laughs> okay, Apparently, so Samuel L. Jackson,
0: Samuel L. Jackson, Academy Award winner Academy. from such movies as Pulp Fiction.
1: And Event um, Horizon.
0: Stop talking. No. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to get a sued by so many people.
1: Everyone hates me now. All of the hate mail.
0: <laughs> Please direct to Untied e Venus. Um,
1: <laughs> Please uh, direct to Nancy <laughs> <you see> that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Samuel L. Jackson yes. is the uh, mathematician, right? Yeah,
1: he's yeah, a mathematician. Yeah. Yeah, he's a mathematician.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sharon Stone is the bio uh, biologist, biochemologist chemist and uh, uh,
1: she's biologist Biologist, marine biologist
0: yeah all Uh, right is it
1: just me or do you did you get the feeling from this movie that they actually wanted Jodie Foster
0: oh was she too busy making another shitty sci-fi movie called contact
1: possibly and that's not a shitty movie that's a fun movie
0: the endings are similar
1: the endings are very similar Much in the way that X-Men 3 and Van Helsing have the same exact ending. Almost the same. Oh,
0: another. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, he's thinking.
0: No, it, it wasn't X-Men. It was... Uh,
1: no, it was X-Men, because it's Wolverine and Ro. Maybe it's X-Men 2. It's one of the X-Men? And then Van Helsing.
0: No, Van Helsing was the one where vampires and, uh, and then Frankenstein, Van and they were... And yeah, then, I Frankenstein was that the one that had the same ending?
1: And then Van Helsing becomes a werewolf and has and ends up accidentally killing his love. Oh
0: yeah, much yeah, in the okay. way
1: that. Uh, oh no, it's not. It's Jean yeah. Grey. Much yeah, in the Wolverine way that Wolverine, do it, Wolverine must about... do something to Jean Grey. By the way, I'm sorry, Sweetie. Forced, why are you like, talking seven movies? Yeah.
0: Wait. Also, why are we talking about all these other movies? Let's focus, <laughs> Sweetie. The sphere. Focus. Per- perfect <laughs> focus on the spherical object. All right. <laughs> I bet if drink. you
1: got a micrometer on that, that would be a perfect sphere.
0: I mean, this ball of material that's waving, but it's, it's like rippling? I I don't think that's how perfect sphere works. Anyway, <laughs> th- thank you for coming along for the ride, the Shriver, <laughs> who is also in this movie.
1: Yeah, he is. By the way, that motherfucker hasn't aged a day. No. He looks exactly the same in this movie as he looks in exactly every other movie.
0: If, if you've seen The Nick, you've seen Leo Schreiber in
1: 1998.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the Sphere, or whatever. Uh, yeah, so they go down, check it out. Um, they have no idea what's going on with it. Uh, they notice it's reflecting, but it's not reflecting them. Mm. What does it mean? So it
1: chooses what it wants to reflect and what it doesn't want to reflect.
0: Mm, must be a sentient being from another world
1: the only the the only
0: only the spaceship has English writing all over it it has a trash, trash can
1: bins
0: and all kinds of buttons that light up and
1: yes yeah, so it turns out it's an American craft not an alien craft was buried in three hundred years of charcoal? Charcoal? Oh, coral. <laughs> 30 years of charcoal. It's at the bottom of this art school. <laughs> Wait, honey, I got an idea for a movie. Uh,
0: I'm gonna take a hard pass. <laughs> um, yeah. So then they go back. Uh, they're running low on air or whatever. So they go back to their their base camp.
1: Mm-hmm. And this shit starts getting weird. Shit
0: uh, Queen Latifah's in the movie briefly. She
1: is, and uh, she does a good job in this. She has almost the exact same role as she does in Deep Blue Sea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Almost
1: the exact same.
0: Com operator who, uh, <clears throat> nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who gets snacked upon at some point. <laughs>
0: exactly. This time it's by Jellyfish.
1: Yeah, she gets eaten by jellyfish.
0: And then there's mysterious sea monsters and stuff outside. Except the jellyfish,
1: when they go to dissect them, they're not like any jellyfish from this room.
0: Oh! So yeah, shit starts getting weird, and people's worst fears start coming true, and, and then you the, remember the, Event Horizon, right?
1: And then the, <laughs> but the, the sphere starts talking to them. Oh, yes. And his name is Jerry, and Jerry is happy. But uh, our psychologist friend is really, uh, he's not comfortable with the fact that Jerry can even feel emotions because if Jerry is happy now, what happens if Jerry's unhappy?
0: What happens if Jerry gets mad? And
1: and and everybody looks at each
0: other and end of scene. (laughs) There's a lot of scenes like that where it's like somebody will end it with a line like that. and, And I'm always like, what, so they just, like, after that line was said, they just walked back to their rooms and <laughs> <laughs> everything was just fine? I, uh, I don't
1: know. <laughs> they just have to sit around and, like, pause on that thought. Yeah.
0: They, they went back to their rooms to reflect. Uh, Honey, went,
1: what if Jerry gets mad? <laughs> Hold on, I'm just going to go to the restroom real quick. Hold on. <laughs> hey, it's just this could be a minute. I have to really take a shit. Ah. Just, just digest that. It's deep. I promise. Uh All right. So yeah, so I mean the basis of this film is there's a giant glowing sphere inside a three hundred year old spaceship, I'm trying to figure out ships going going down, uh uh Oh my god, my brain just froze up yeah, so again. <laughs> <Okay>. Stop. Reset. <laughs> If you listen to our Devil's Advocate podcast, or you've just ever seen that movie, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: that's the real thing. Um, So yeah, shit starts happening, sea monsters pop up, all this usual stuff, Uh, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. This this stuff isn't supposed to exist, and uh, they they know that uh, Samuel L. Jackson went into the sphere and magically popped back. Yeah, he Um, decides
1: he's going to go into the sphere... He stands in front of it. He disappears for a moment, and then he just reappears unconscious in front of it.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and then, and so uh, Dustin Hoffman goes down to go collect him, and he just stares into the sphere, and then his reflection appears. Cuts to Rebecca in the spaceship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, so yeah, Samuel Jackson. He he's like comatose when when he reappears. They take him back to the ship. He rests up, and then he.
1: And then you then wait, he you awakens and it's like
0: it's like nothing's happening. Yeah, he's singing in the shower. He's, he's super
1: hungry. Eating eggs
0: like he is socorro. really into those
1: eggs. Yeah. What what, what
0: is it? What are these eggs? Mm. Wait, 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 no, look, let me guess, let me guess. Um
1: Tarragon? Pepper? Yeah. It's,
0: yeah.
1: It's good stuff. And then he asks where Queen Latifah's character is and they're like, yeah. Oh, she died.
0: Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of scenes in this movie where somebody's like,
1: Yeah, so what happened to this
0: other person? Do you not remember the shipping torn asunder and people dying? Well, oh,
1: shit. Was that real?
0: No, nah, I was taking a nap, son.
1: <laughs> uh, um, okay. Also, an interesting little point on the side of this. Uh, there's a mini-sub that they have to go out and reset every 12 hours, and they kind of take their, uh, their hard drives out there every 12 hours. Because uh, if you don't reset it, it's going to go ahead and pop itself back up to the surface. So in the case that everyone down there dies... There'll be at least a partial record of what happened.
0: Not unlike the uh, blood orgy porn video from Event Horizon. Not quite that bad, but um, yeah, so that, that, that's a, you know, nice little precaution. Uh, that's one thing I like about Michael Crichton novels. They're, I don't know, ridiculous concepts, but kind of based in how like a real bureaucracy would kind of take care of it. like yeah. like, like with, like, like, timeline and...
1: Yeah, it's like, you, its you like have this absolutely ridiculous premise of time travel. Well, I guess time travel. <laughs> time travel
0: in a hall of mirrors, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, and then time travel via a sphere of mirrors. A <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Me> uh, sphere. <laughs> <laughs> but, ba- but it's like, you have, you in- insert ridiculous concepts like, hey, there's a unicorn in the room now, how would the government react to a unicorn in the room? <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. And it's the like... Nice section.
1: Yeah, it's not just, you know, so many of these movies, you know, it's like, the aliens have landed, where are all the cops? Oh, they magically disappeared until we get a speeding ticket. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not just plot convenience, I mean, it is plot convenience, but it's like, yeah, no, the government would absolutely have some sort of fail-safe.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah, stuff starts happening, and they start figuring out people's fears coming to life, but how do they stop it? They can't stop thinking, and they have to go to sleep sometime, and... Because yeah. Because and they're
1: trying to figure out who went in the sphere. They're all telling each other they didn't go in the sphere. They're starting to but, turn on each other. But
0: would they even remember if they did? Dun, dun,
1: dun. I mean, Samuel L.
0: Jackson doesn't remember, but they know for a fact that he went in Or did he?
1: Oh, no, he knows. He just won't tell them what was in it. Mm. He diverts the question.
0: Mm. Oh, always, yeah, that's right, that's right. You're so he's
1: right. like, so, Harry, what's inside the sphere? You know what? These eggs are fucking phenomenal. I love it. I'm just digging on some eggs. Have you read this book?
0: I gotta get past this page 87. the hell out of
1: me. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Is that the one full of squids? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: why, why? You don't eat
1: squid, right?
0: No. Oh, I don't like squid.
1: You know, we we just got like attacked and like Ted is dead.
0: Attacked by what? I
1: think it might have been a squid. Get the fuck out. Really? Yeah, it was while you were napping. That didn't wake you up at all. Nah, I was out. Shit, boy, you, snap. you nap hard. Hey, Ambien. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it comes to light that uh, um, Sharon Stone's character had attempted to commit suicide apparently while she was banging Dustin Hoffman years yeah. ago. So they all start going, oh, she's the crazy one. And she's like, no, no, I'm good. I take my drugs.
0: Yeah, I was like, they're not right, but they're not really wrong either.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it's
0: kind of a, like a Who Done It, but with the sci-fi element, and it's
1: it's a Who Done It, but it's like who's got the psychic powers? Can I to the sphere? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So during all of this, the sphere is like communicating with them, and it's same as Jerry. Jerry's happy, and then Jerry's not happy, and then Jerry wants to kill them all. And then plot twist: turns out that. When they figured out the mathematical code, because Jerry talks in mathematics, and they figured out how would a sphere see a keyboard, and they did it from there, they might have confused the J and the H. (gasps) Jerry might have been Harry. (laughs) Which makes me think that when he said Jerry is happy, that actually means Jerry was jappy. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. (laughs) But if you swap the J and the H, that's where that goes.
0: Jerry was jappy. That's racist.
1: Harry was jappy.
0: We we didn't write the movie, guys. We just followed the logic.
1: I'm simply following the logic in which they set up in this particular universe.
0: So, when, I, I know one part of the movie you didn't particularly care for was when uh, Sharon Stone's character uh, saves Dustin Hoffman from some sea snakes. And she says, don't worry, they're nocturnal. They're only venomous at night. Yeah... Because yeah. that's kind of stupid to me, but as someone who as, knows animals, as somebody animals, who knows
1: animals, all right. Yeah. So I'm gonna put this in a context that you know, a lot of people, a lot of people will relate to. Okay. Black widows. Yes. I think pretty much everybody listening to this is at least aware of black widows, very poisonous spider. Mm-hmm. They are nocturnal. True. If you get bitten by one in the middle at at like noon, are you mm-hmm. gonna die?
0: Obviously not. <laughs> oh wait not how it works.
1: <laughs> this is not how it works. Oh
0: man, Sharon Stone's just out there trying to save lives, and
1: <laughs> she there there might have been other reasons why they didn't want her as the submarine biologist on <laughs> this. May not be just because she's psychologically like damaged. Might also be because she's just not that good at her job. Maybe she knows everything
0: else about animals, and that's just the one concept that escaped her. You know, it could be.
1: That would actually be two concepts. One of nocturnal versus diurnal versus cre- crepuscular. The other concept would be poisonous versus non-poisonous. Those are two fairly, like, basic animal things you should know. Yeah, well,
0: you know, can't uh, be perfect.
1: Also, sea snakes, if they're the ones at that, that depth, they wouldn't care if it was nocturnal or diurnal yeah, or... Yeah, it's always dark down there. Always dark. They do what they want.
0: Yeah, that was kind of my thing. They're like, uh, how the fuck do they know what time of day it is?
1: Well, I know, like with the jellyfish <laughs> that killed Queen Latifah, they were saying that like they're not at this level. How oh, do yeah, they yeah. get down here? And then it's like they're not like ones we've ever seen before.
0: Yeah, indeed. yeah. Anyway, um, I I don't think we should talk about the ending. However, it's really unfulfilling in it, many, many ways.
1: Alright, so this movie has a very low rating, and I don't think it's because it's necessarily a terrible movie. It's not a great movie. It's not a fine film by no, any means. No, no. But I think it gets worse ratings because the ending is very unsatisfying. Yeah.
0: The last ten minutes...
1: Very unsatisfying. It's like,
0: it's like oh, big build to a climax, and then... Blah.
1: Now, like, I like the concept of the end. There's a whole thing where it's like, are they where they think they are, or are they... Or you know, is it alternate reality? Is it just visions in their head? Yeah. I like the concept of that, but pretty much when you know, I'll, I'll say this much: when the survivors hit the surface, from there on. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you yeah you lean up to that, but um, so would you recommend
1: somebody watching this movie? Yes, especially after watching Event Horizon. Yeah.
0: Watch the <laughs> two. True. Watch yeah. the Interesting two. Interesting compare.
1: Yeah. I they I feel like they're a good dynamic with each other. Ooh, maybe watch this one first, be unsatisfied with it, and then watch Event Horizon. Okay. Would but you? L- I can deal with that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Do that. Because Event uh,
1: Horizon's fairly satisfying.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's the way they really get because it. Uh, I- not the best film. No, play. no, but, but it has a satisfying <laughs> ending. Yeah,
1: And that's why like we were looking at the reviews for it you know last week when we were doing the podcast, and we were like, wow, this is rated surprisingly high. Yeah, it
0: was like 60s or something, whereas this movie is pretty much the same thing, but it's 30, 30 35, I think it was.
1: Yeah, you know what, though? this has a novel ending because yeah. it's a novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, a novel yeah. end. It's like the Langoliers miniseries. That was a great book I read. It. It's the Stephen King one. For a novel, like, it wraps up the way novels do. When you watch it as the miniseries, you're just like, is that how it ends? Really, motherfuckers? That's what you're going to go with? All, all I remember about Langoliers is, scared little girl! You never actually watched it. You only watched, like, the and, on yeah, it. you watched a fellow podcast version of it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah,
0: check out Sphere. Um, we saw yeah. it on Amazon. Uh, it was on Netflix, but they decided to take that away a couple of weeks ago. Apparently, uh, check. But uh, yeah, yeah. It
1: out. so just so you know, on Amazon right now, the time we downloaded it, they say it's 2.99, and then you click it, and it's 3.99. Yeah. Hey, Amazon, get on your shit. That's your false trade. advertising. Boo. But, but did however
0: if you're going to use Amazon please feel free to go through our link so that That's we right. can get some uh, shekels back and, what's uh, our
1: link baby it really
0: appreciate it. go to eilfm.podbean.com
1: podbean.com
0: and on the right uh, taskbar, bar there will be an Amazon link go through there, download the movie check it out, or if you're shopping for anything else on Amazon, help us out because we're getting married soon and we really appreciate a little extra income coming in because
1: these things aren't cheap We're broke as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, we're...
0: We could really use the money. We'll put it that way.
1: (laughs) We live a good life, but it's not because we have a lot of cash coming in. It's because we love each other so (laughs) dearly. Also, the podcat needs a treat.
0: The podcat needs food.
1: The podcat, podcat needs food. He also needs a scratching post in the shape of a tree.
0: That is true. Uh,
1: you a little, uh, little we'll parched there? I the am. I am. Hmm,
0: let's see what else we got here. Ooh.
1: What you got, baby?
0: Another selection from our, uh, Sierra Nevada Brewing High Altitude Pack. Ooh. This one.
1: This is our probably the last one from yeah. that pack, huh? It is.
0: Number four. It is Barrel Aged Bigfoot, which is their oh barley my wine. God. Barrel Aged. Are you oh ready God. to take a nap
1: afterwards? Oh, this is going to be fucking power nap time. Alright, All right. so this is like a big old bomber. It is, what is that, 22 ounces, 22 ounces? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to go in happy time after this. But yeah, so the, if you don't know, the Bigfoot is their barley wine, so it's super high alcohol.
0: It's a nice light brown, say, like a chestnut maybe?
1: Yeah, it's yeah, actually, actually very close to the amber. Yeah, yeah, it's almost the same color as the amber. I can tell already, though, the the scent coming off of this much hoppier than the amber. Oh,
0: okay. oh absolutely. Yeah, barley wines are typically very hoppy.
1: <laughs> Especially and Bigfoot is on the hoppier end of oh, it, barley well,
0: Yeah, Sierra Nevada in general is usually <laughs> towards top of your hand.
1: Yeah, how, what's the um, ABV on this, my dear? Uh, well,
0: that's usually what a barley wine would be.
1: Oh dear god, that's delicious. That is, you can taste the big strong
0: malts? 11.6%. Oh shit. Our Bigfoot barley wine style is a craft beer legend. Each winter, this beast of a beer appears to ambush unsuspecting palates with its intense bittersweet flavors. We matured this special barrel-age version in Oak, Kentucky bourbon cast for nearly a year before unleashing it into the wild, which is our mouth.
1: Yeah, this is delicious. It's really, really clear, yeah, which is so surprising clear. for such a big beer. Got a good head, lots of retention on the head. I'm guessing that's from all those proteins and all that malt base.
0: Yeah, i heard a lot of wheat in the in the grist, the the malt base. <laughs> yeah,
1: in the ambergris, oh. which comes from whale vomit. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, <it's> ambergris. <laughs> mm. I oh got yeah.
1: That was delicious. Ooh, and you can
0: really taste the uh, whiskey barrel on that one, too.
1: Yeah, you can. That's... Mm. Yeah, it's good. If you like whiskey, you should get some of that beer. Whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. I like of whiskey.
0: How about some fun facts about this movie?
1: Spear.
0: <laughs> that's the movie we're talking about. and we talked about it about five minutes of the uh, 30 or so we've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> fun facts. Uh, this movie was actually shot very
1: close to where we are now,
0: in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area.
1: Really? It
0: was up in the city of Vallejo at the uh, Marin Island uh, Naval Base.
1: You mean the city referred to or as Valley Cunt?
0: Yes, Valley Cunt.
1: By the way, the city of Vallejo, I'm so sorry if any of you live there, but it's a horrible place. I've been <laughs> rear-ended rare, twice there. And... <laughs> oh. What was oh, and when my car oh, was stolen, that's yeah. where it ended up, and it took me four days to get it out of impound because you don't have police officers. It turns out.
0: Yeah, and or when they like closed the uh, impound lot for like three day weekends.
1: Oh no, the impound lot was open. The police officers weren't there to give me a oh, police report no, to release, to the
0: release it. That's right. Yeah.
1: And they wouldn't take a, a report from Bart.
0: So yeah, so if you're going to uh, do any crime in Vallejo, wait. Just wait till the weekend when everybody's out. Yeah,
1: Yeah. they're closed Friday through Monday, so just don't do a crime on Tuesday through Thursday.
0: So anyway, uh, another fun fact, Mm -hmm. you know, Samuel L. Jackson, not Lawrence Fishburne, who's in this movie.
1: Samuel L. Jackson, hey, Uh, it's underwater fish, you know, I mean.
0: (laughs) Yes, go on. Go. Okay, <laughs> his underwater fish, you know, like Lawrence Fishburne in that other movie, Deep Blue Sea. He wasn't in that one either, sweetie. That was, that was also L. Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> uh, he was also shooting another movie around this time. Basically, mm-hmm. taking it days in between shooting. Uh, it was Jackie Brown, the <gasps> Tarantino movie that I like, mm-hmm. and very few other people apparently do. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That's about all the fun facts I got on this one. How about you?
1: Uh, I got a fun fact. How much do you think it cost to make this movie?
0: Oh, probably
1: eighty <laughs> million dollars. Ooh, very close. Seventy-five million. Yeah. How much do you think it made opening weekend on February the thirteenth, nineteen ninety-eight? Oh god. The February yeah. open.
0: Yeah, that's a bad sign. Uh, ten. Ooh. A little that?
1: over sixteen oh. million.
0: Oh, okay. And the, uh, <laughs> and its total was probably forty.
1: Oh, you are so good at this. Thirty, a little over thirty-six million.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's one of those movies. Like after the opening weekend, everybody's like,
1: meh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, at <laughs> least for Lost World or you know, whatever. <laughs> so Imdb thinks if you like this movie, you might like is that Horizon?
0: Get the fuck out.
1: The Abyss. Makes sense. Contact. No. <laughs> Pitch Black. And okay. Sunshine. Ooh, and Mission to Mars.
0: Mm, oh,
1: and Dark and, City. I was
0: going to say, and the Red Planet.
1: And Red Planet, yeah. Dark City and Red <laughs> Planet at <laughs> <Planet laughs> <right laughs> the end. Now look, so, look, they yeah, right there at the if, end.
0: If you like this movie, you'll also like any other sci-fi movie from the late 90s.
1: Right? Uh, <laughs> so apparently, this comes up a lot on uh, what people feel this is uh for underrated underwater filmed movies <laughs>
0: Well there's so many of those. That's that's a very specific list. You know what's a really underrated underwater movie? Hmm. Finding Dory. I haven't seen it yet.
1: I want to go see it. It looks so cute.
0: <laughs> or All right. okay, you there there's The Abyss. Uh, is that it? I forgot all uh, the underwater movies I like can No,
1: no, Jaws? Deep Blue Sea, Jaws three, Jaws three, Deep Blue Sea is underwater. <laughs> uh, isn't The Poseidon Adventure mostly underwater?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Both of them.
1: <laughs> oh, isn't isn't there a James Bond film where he's underwater a lot?
0: Uh, very possible.
1: <laughs> isn't like Octopussy underwater a lot or something?
0: <laughs> oh, Hunt for Red October.
1: Hunt for Red October.
0: <laughs> U five seven one. Um, Doth
1: boots. Soft boots. for Red October. Oh, you already said that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I recently saw movie now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go uh, check it out, um, and if you're gonna check it out again, stop on by the Amazon link.
1: Yeah, click through. Definitely worth a watch.
0: Also, um, if you have any ideas for movies we should do, we'd like to hear our uh, thoughts and incredible impersonations on. Uh, Hit us up on Facebook. Let us know what you think.
1: Yeah. Always
0: looking for good things.
1: All right, honey. So the important question of the night. What did we you learn. learn from this movie?
0: Um, I learned um, that I really wanted this movie to be entirely told with in their helium voices.
1: Yes. So, all right. On that note, what I learned. <laughs> apparently, in Michael Crichton's world, oxygen is corrosive to metals. Mm-hmm. It kind of, yeah, it is. Yeah,
0: that's how iron oxide, yeah, that's uh, rust. Yeah. <laughs> slowly but surely, yeah, yeah.
1: Alrighty, so instead they're all breathing helium. hmm Because helium reacts in your lungs the exact same way oxygen does. Yeah. Not really, no. But yeah, there's Wait, a gl- is it
0: because helium's not kernel?
1: No, it's because it's diurnal, and we're diurnal. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You know what, it actually might be crepuscular.
0: Okay. So, so, so what it makes sense of, like they're you know decompressing or whatever with the helium, and so they'll be breathing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a little scene where they're like talking to each other like, Oh yeah, that's,
1: that's amazing. The aliens are acting just like this. And blah blah. Finally, oh, I'm they're talking child. about like m- like mathematical formulas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's very ridiculous. But then it's like, so and the then, entire look, movie is going to be told like this. That would have been so good. That would amazing. Way, um.
1: Cool. Terror, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's a great scene yeah, at the end of that with uh, them doing the, like, midget voices, or the uh, munchkin voices from uh, Wizard of Oz.
0: Yeah, and then Peter Coyote's, like... Hey, why don't you guys get on down here? We'll give you those voice modulators to.
1: Oh no no no! It's better than that. It's the voice modulators are behind you. Stop fucking around. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, oh, thank God, there's a blank, so this whole movie isn't told in the helium voice because that would have been awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: Actually, if you want a little little tip on that, just run it at like speed
1: and a half or whatever. Oh my God, honey, we got to rewatch this movie. We have got a 24 hour rental. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, there's a squid attacking the club! Yeah. <laughs> What's going on down there? Eh, yeah, there's really? a fire! Eh, yeah, eh, yeah, eh! Yeah. Quick, get to the whole neck! Eh, yeah, eh, yeah, eh! No, yeah. you're not trusting
1: me! You're just going to take medication for the answer problems in the past! <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm really afraid of squids. enough to point something to say! And I'm afraid of squids, but I don't eat squids. Hey, my people, what are you doing out there? Eh, <laughs> ah, it's a bunch of jelly Jellyfish, Jelly beans are so yummy, oh no! Hi, Jerry. Terry what why are you talking like that oh well, Terry don't be mad don't be a little bitch like that no Terry no <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah.
0: alright so yeah check it out speed and a half it'll cut out a good half hour this movie you didn't really need anyway <laughs>
1: yeah I'm down I'm down let's do this alright let's
0: do it well before we do that I'm Steve and I'm Izzy and this is everything,
1: everything I learned from movies, movies.
0: have a good yeah. night everybody yeah what does the podcast have to say yeah.
1: I guess he's just rubbing his face on it.
0: He <laughs> just he just wants to love you all.
1: <laughs> oh, there's so much hair on my mic. <laughs> uh,
0: Alright, have a good night everybody.
1: Good night. Bring